Welcome to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. It is great to be here on this beautiful evening. On this evening that I think here in the Red Sea Radio studio, we are breaking two records. One, the decibels record. I think I just blew out the lady next to me's uh, eardrums. <laughs> uh, we are also, I believe, breaking the record. I, br- I, uh, I busted Jake's eardrums and he has headphones on too. Um, Jake, our wonderful producer, making all of this happen. Because what's happening today is there are eight people in the studio. Now, if, uh, I'm going to need, I'll, I'll send a nine. Can I not talk? I can I, or I can talk. I just can't count. I, nine. <laughs> Nine, like uh, Hitler's favorite number. So there are nine of us in the studio right now. If you have never seen this studio before, if you've never seen me take a picture of it, it's a very small studio. We're all really getting to know each other very well. Um, There's a recent high school graduate named Hunter that I'm going to be interviewing later in the show. Um, Our our knees are touching, and it's real weird. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so all these guys and gals either went to Camp Basic or the parents of these students who went to Camp Basic. This was our junior high summer camp last month. Way back on uh, episode 36, back in June, we talked about camp coming up, about what it was going to be and, and why like summer camps can be impactful. And I was gone for like the next month and a half. So we never talked about it after. So uh, instead of just me doing it and talking about camp again, I wanted to bring in all these hooligans that are in, in this studio all sweating together beautifully uh, to talk about camp. But before we get into that, I have a, sto- I have a story that I want to tell all of you. So y- if you're, have y'all heard of the like knocking on wood thing? Yeah. Like you knock on wood. What, when you knock on wood, what do you, what do you, what does that mean? I don't know. So you don't like jinx something? Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's like Catholic superstition that you're not supposed to do. But the other day <laughs> I was just talking about jury duty. I'm how old am I? 27. I'm 27 years old. I look like a 40-year-old man, but I am 27. Uh, I I was just saying when I was in Baltimore, so two weeks ago, I was like, somebody, somebody just got called into jury duty, and I had never been called into jury duty before. And I said, knock on wood, I've never been called to jury duty, and it's been great. And then my wife texted me today when she got the mail. She said, hey, you've been summoned for jury duty. I was like, dang it, <laughs> stupid superstition ruining my day again. So um, one of the one of the questions that they ask you for, I was like, you know, so instantly I'm like, okay, how can I get out of this? I think that's what it, that's everybody's first thought when you get jury duty. One of the questions is, um, am I of sound mind and good moral character? So I read that question and I was like, you know what? I'm going to tweet this question out with a poll. So you know, on Twitter, you can do you can you can ask a question, and your followers can vote on it, right? So um, I was on Twitter at Taylor Schroll, S C H R O L L. You can find this, and you can help me out because there's it's it, I just started this this afternoon. There's 24 hours that you can vote. I said I just got summoned for jury duty for the first time. Help me out on one of the questions. Am I of sound mind and good moral character? Uh, about 10 minutes ago, before the show, I checked. There are 21 votes in right now. 52 percent of people say no. <laughs> percent of people say that i i either don't have a sound mind or i don't have good moral character and if you've listened to the show before you'd you'd probably agree so uh, here's here's what i need from you i need you to go help me out in this vote but i knew that when i when i tweeted this out i don't like to play games that i don't know i'm going to win no matter what the answer to this question is i've won because if more people say yes that means people like me and i'm respected and i'm a good person if people say no, when the judge calls me up to the stand, I can be like, 58% of people say that I am not of good <laughs> mind or a good character, so I have to go home. I, I apologize. And then I get out of jury duty and work. This will be amazing. So thanks, Twitter. Um, but uh, we're going to do something a little bit different today on today's show. If you've listened, if you've listened before, uh, you know that I, I talk to myself for about 17 minutes. Then we take a break and then I have a, a guest come on and then we take another break and then I talk to myself um, or Jake and he ignores me. So again, talking to myself for another 17 minutes of show <laughs> and then, and then the show is over today. Everybody in studio gets, gets to put their, put their hand in the pie, so to say. Right. So everybody's going to get a chance to speak except Jake because we don't like him. Poor producer Jake, you haven't even said anything. You already got your speaking privileges revoked. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk to these junior high kids first. Uh, some high school kids soon, but you know, ex junior high kids um, who who came to our our junior high summer camp. Then we're gonna play a game, them versus their parents. 
and then uh, we'll talk to their parents, and then we're going to talk to uh, Hunter Batten over here, our uh, our superstar football player who uh, was a counselor at camp. So that's the plan for the day. So without further ado, I'm going to have these these lads and lasses. Have y'all heard those terms before? No. Th- those terms are way too old for you guys. <laughs> so, uh, Annie, Annie, why don't you introduce yourself first? Just say my name. Say your name. Say your name. I'm Annie Marvin. Okay. Okay. And where, like, how old are you? I'm 14. I I finally did it. I asked a woman her her age on Catholic Radio. I did it. You're 14, so you're you're going into high school, right? Yes. Okay, so you just barely squeaked into this camp. Yes. I, I think I think at one point we were like, you can't go, and then yeah. we were like, eh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Later we like on, it. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, Luke, what is your name? Uh, I'm Luke Schumann. <laughs> you're Luke Schumann. Okay. How old are you? Thirteen. What grade are you going into? Eighth. Eighth grade. Okay. See, I wasn't sure. You seem more mature than Annie, so I thought you were going into high school. Uh, I'm just kidding. Annie's a really mature kid. I actually, um, I actually don't invite non-mature people onto the show. Uh, uh, never mind. I come every week. Okay. So, so Luke, why did you go to camp? I wanted to have fun because I was going to sit at home if I didn't and do nothing. <laughs> and your home is boring. Your dad's behind you like, what the heck, man? <laughs> we'll talk to him later. <laughs> so did you have fun? Mm-hmm. I had fun except for a couple parts, okay. like low ropes. <laughs> okay, what are low ropes? Nobody knows what you're talking about. Um, they're these really boring team building activities <laughs> <laughs> that you fail at like ten times in a row, and then you finally get it and you move on to another boring team building activity. Okay, so the team building activity. So for the people listening at home who would never, who who uh, during their summers had to sit alone with their parents and be bored, uh, what what were some of these activities in the low ropes that y'all did? You had to, on one of them, you had to go across this V-shaped, um, there's three posts in the ground, and there was wires attached to them, and you had to go across, and they got wider, and you had to stretch across with another person, um, and try to get all the way across, and it was really hard to get all the way across, and a lot of people failed. And it was really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so Jake and I, w- when we went out to look at that camp, we did the V one. We did not fail. We got all the way to the end, and we're old fat people. So take that, <laughs> young and in shape man. <laughs> so uh, what was it like when you failed at those activities? Why don't? Why didn't you like it? Because they made us do it over again. <laughs> J- these stupid adults making me try something that I failed once. <laughs> So, so like you said it earlier, they're supposed to be team-building exercises, right? So even though you might not have enjoyed them, what do you think the point was supposed to be? Team-building. <laughs> was your team built? Um, in some ways, not others. Yeah. So thinking about it, now, other than just team-building, so for you, you were frustrated, right? What do you, have you been frustrated outside of church camp before? Yes. Yes, once or twice. I know your dad is a saint, and he's back there behind you laughing. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he just rolled his eyes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that eye roll was so big you might have heard it on the radio. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what do you think the point of these hard challenges that are that kind of made for you to fail and then you succeed eventually? Why do you think we put you through all that? Um, to get to know people better, and. To team build. <laughs> to team build. All right, we've gotten to the end of that question, Dottie. We're going to go over to you. Hello, <laughs> Dottie. Get right up in that microphone, sweetie. All right, Dottie. Why don't you introduce yourself? Well, I'll ask you a couple specific questions. Okay. How old are you? Because I have to get the second the second uh, woman on here to say her <laughs> oh, age. Okay. okay. I'm twelve. You're twelve. Yes. Okay. You. Uh, I think. It's actually impressive. I think you, you're you still kind of short, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think you've doubled in size in the last year. Really? When I first met you, I thought you were an ant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're so welcome. So um, how many siblings do you have? So uh, for those of you that don't know, Annie and Dottie are, are related. They are, they are sisters. Um, how many siblings do you have, Dottie? I have four siblings. Four siblings. And I, I asked both of you off the air, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you, who, who is your favorite sibling? Can't ask me that in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> She's lying. She told me earlier. She just wanted to say it on the air. Well, I don't want her to feel like the kid. <laughs> who's your Who's your favorite parent? 
probably, um, probably sometimes dad because I don't get into fights with him. <laughs> he's, he's easier to get along with sometimes. Next time on Dr. Phil. <laughs> so that's weird. You wouldn't say your favorite sibling because Annie's sitting here, but your mom is the one in the studio. You're like, eh, not her. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, mom's more understanding than Andy is. <laughs> Andy will probably push a pillow to my face in my sleep or something. Mom will just ground you. So. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about camp and stop getting you in trouble. Okay. So, so why did you want to go to church camp? Well, I had done it the year before, and it was already super awesome. And then I heard that they had been moving it to a actual camp instead of just at the school, which I had never been to a summer camp before. So you got Jesus and summer camp, which I was like, well, how could I not go? Yeah, Jesus and fun. So yes. <laughs> uh, uh, like y'all are young, but you know who our president is, right? Yes. Okay, what was, what was, what was his slogan on his hat whenever, whenever he was running for president? Make America great make again. Make America great again. So like I'm going to make these hats, and I haven't said this on the air yet because I feel like people are going to steal the idea before I have the funds to make these hats. But I'm going to make these little red hats, just like our, our president, Donald Trump. It says, make Catholicism fun again. Like, that's my entire goal in life. And that's why we had this camp, right? Because you said it perfectly. We have Jesus, and we have church camp. Like, we have these fun activities other than low rokes, Mr. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Donnie, what was your favorite part of camp, now that you've been? Um. Well, I got to try a blob for the first time. Yeah, explain Which, that. What's a blob? It's whenever someone sits on the end of like this big like pillow, but it's like waterproof, so you can put it on the water. <laughs> and someone jumps off a platform and shoots the other person in the air, depending on their weight or whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. I was actually going to ask Annie about that. Let's let's scoot that let's okay. scoot that microphone over to Annie. So uh, Annie, typically on these blobs, there's a there's a fifty pound weight limit. So like I yeah. weigh I weigh about two hundred forty pounds. So typically the lifeguards would only let me blob somebody who's about one hundred and ninety pounds. Yeah. Um, the Marvins are are skinny girls. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't weigh one hundred ninety pounds. You're no. probably closer to ninety than one hundred ninety. <laughs> yeah. So um, I loved this camp. I've been to many church uh, church camps. This was my favorite one because mm -hmm. I got to blob somebody in this room. <laughs> yeah. So how was it being blobbed by an old fat bald guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun. I had never really, I have never done that before. And going up in the air um, was really scary because you come flat like onto the water and it hurts. And then the lifeguard at the end, they all had accents and he was like, oh, good blob, good blob. We're <laughs> like, oh, are you Okay. It was it was a lot of fun. I broke my back, but it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be an awkward conversation. I'd call your mom. Um, <laughs> I just took your daughter to the hospital. Why? I blobbed her. What's a blob? <laughs> uh, just meet me at the hospital. I'll explain everything later. <laughs> All right. So we we did have a lot of fun. We 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 did archery. We did low ropes. Did you do high ropes, Luke? Yes. <laughs> Luke really likes his mute button. He, he's like, pow, pow, pow. So was was high ropes any better than the low ropes course for you? It was um, not as challenging and a lot more fun in my opinion. So you, uh, what I'm hearing is you don't like working with teams. You just want to do it all on your own. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I saw that you were also playing this like nine square in the air game. Oh, and shooting people with a gun. Why don't you tell that story? Oh. Water gun. It wasn't a real gun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope not. So it's like four square, but there's nine squares, and they're PVC pipes, like... Above you. Yeah. And you have to hit the ball into other people's squares, and then they get out. And whoever got out, I would shoot them with my water gun that I just got for a prize. <laughs> yeah. My, and my favorite part of that whole thing was whenever I, I would just purposely try to get you out and you were a good kid. You just turned the water, got around and shot yourself in the belly. It was great. Everyone <laughs> teamed up on me because I would always make fun of them when they would get out. Yeah, it's, it's weird how that happens. Huh? <laughs> I definitely have the kind of personality that puts a target on my back whenever I'm playing those kinds of games. So um, we did have a lot of fun. But the, the last thing I want to talk about with you guys is there was... Um, Every night, every morning, we'd start off with like a Bible study with your small group, like a group of guys, group of girls. Um, and then every night, somebody would, would 
share, we give a talk, share about the gospel, share about our theme. Who remembers our theme? Wild and free. Wild and free, right? So who was our theme person? Our theme person. Think of the shirt. Oh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, right? So Wonder Woman just come out that same week. Um, anybody, bonus points if you remembered the verse. You don't have to like remember it. Not, not where it is, but what did it say? Yeah, Dottie's got it. Uh, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Yeah, who the sun sets free is free indeed. So like the whole point of this is like we like Christ calls us to be wild and free. The whole point that Dottie, you, that you're, Dottie's on on point with this whole show. She's she's the best. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. Um, <laughs> I know my favorite Marvin sibling now. So, <laughs> so yeah, she's she's she hit it right on the head. It's like we want to make Catholicism fun again, and have this joy that Christ calls us to to be able to to grow closer to him, but also to just be wild and have a lot of fun, play nine square, you know, climb on these crazy high ropes and that sort of thing. So what was, uh, Annie, what was something that you, that you heard in those talks or in your Bible study that has stuck with you? Okay. One thing that stood out to me the most was someone gave a talk and I had been working on trying to be myself around people more. And um, they said, to be yourself and to be the best of yourself that you can be. And that really helped me to become more of myself, which is wild and free. <laughs> you definitely are wild and free. What about you, Luke? <laughs> what was something that you remember? Um, I remember the plays, like the dramas that Hunter and Seth did. Uh, they were pretty cool, and they got the point across, like what they were trying to tell us. Yeah, so why don't you explain one of them, one of them that, that really had an impact on you? Um, One of them, Seth was the main character, and Justin was Jesus, and there was a bunch of sins, and Seth kept going over to the sins, and he nailed Jesus to the cross. Uh, But then Jesus came back and, like, uh, called him back to him. Yeah, that that was really 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 cool, right? And I, I remember you talking like everybody's like has like tears in their eyes. It's like I remember looking at you and I was trying not to cry. And you're like, I'm trying not to cry too. I was like, Yeah, man. We like fist bumped and then we weren't crying anymore. So um, there, it really was it really was a good trip. Uh, Dottie, we'll get back to you. We'll we'll keep this conversation going right after the break, and then we'll play a game with you against your parents. We'll be right back. This is Forte Catholic. We'll be back in just a few minutes to play Taylor Swift or Lamentations. with our second segment of Forte Catholic for the evening. If you are just joining us, you're going to be super lost because there are nine people in the studio. We're talking to all of them today, except for Jake, our producer, because I don't like him. Because uh, he's abandoning me. Um, his girlfriend's here, too. I might let her talk later. We'll see. Uh, just to spite Jake. But uh, before we left, we're talking to, to three of our... Uh, junior high campers who came to Camp Basic with the Blaze Ministries and their the local parishes uh, a month ago. <clears throat> and uh, the last question I was asking them was just like, what are some of the things that you learned um, in the in the talks and in the Bible studies that we learned? And, and little Dottie didn't get a chance to answer. So Dottie, what, what was it for you? What's the one thing that stuck out to you that you're like, that was cool and I remember it? Um, well, I guess there were... I was expecting there to be, like, a bunch of people there who, like, I don't know, wouldn't be easy to get along with, but, because there are always those kind of people wherever you go. Your, your sister was there. <laughs> oh, this is true. <laughs> but, it, I mean, all the people there were actually really nice and easy to get along with, and for the most part, they didn't really make you feel bad, like, if you were being goofy or whatever. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So, um, before before we get into any other questions, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna swing that mic over to these old people sitting next to me. Um, and here here's what's gonna happen. We're going to play a game because <clears throat> later on in the show, I'm gonna be interviewing the parents of these three hooligans I've been talking to in the first segment um, about what it was like their experience of being a parent 
and getting a week off of a certain amount of their kids and uh, and, and that, that type of thing. So uh, I thought just to kind of break it up, we'd play a game. And I wanted to find a game that would be even to where like it wouldn't be too easy for the for the young people and not too easy for the old farts. So we, we found something right right in between. Um, just so that people know who you are, I'm going to interview you later. But why don't you you uh, why don't you uh, not as young people introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm Pam Marvin and Keith Schumann. All right, so uh, Keith, you are the father of Luke. Um. Yes. Okay. This is weird. Like y'all are y'all's interview skills are about the same. You both start. Um. Yes. <laughs> so, and and Pam, you I think you've been on the radio before. Uh, um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Pam is one of the hosts of Red Sea Roundup here on Red Sea Radio. And what we're going to do now is we're gonna we're gonna play a game, and it's called Lamentations or Taylor Swift lyric. So I'm going to I'm going to read something, and you're going to have to tell me if you think this is from the Book of Lamentations, which is in the Old Testament, or if it's a, a lyric written by or sung by our friend Taylor Swift. Do y'all know that y'all know the Taylor Swift story from St. Joseph's, right? Okay, so all, all of you are are uh, participants at St. Joseph's, and that's where I go to church as well. Um, our our beloved priest, Monsignor John. When I first moved to town two years ago, he, he knew that I was a musician and that I, that I could play for, for music for mass, which is what I do on Sunday nights over at St. Joseph's. <clears throat> and being a 70-something-year-old man, he heard musician, and he heard that there was this musician named Taylor Swift, and he thought that I was Taylor Swift. So he actually introduced me at the first mass that I ever played at. He was like, oh, yes, we're going to be starting mass soon. Um, our new youth ministry director, Taylor Swift, will be leading, mu- leading the worship uh, for Mass today. I've never seen a group of people more disappointed. <laughs> they looked at me and they were like, oh, it's not Taylor Swift. So um, th- my alter ego, you have to decide if this is, this is my alter ego, Taylor Swift, or this is from Lamentations. So I'm going le- to let the, the kids go first, these, these young, young cats over here. So here's how, how this game is going to work. I'm going to ask each group a question. If you get it right. You get a point. If you get it wrong, you're going to not get a point, and the other ch- team has a chance to steal. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Luke, don't don't mute it, Luke. All right, Luke, you can no longer touch that button. <laughs> Your button privileges are are, are are revoked. That's what you get. You, you hear that? Oh, he can't hear it. He doesn't have headphones on, but I just gonged you. I just gonged you three times. So that's if you get the answer right. That's if you get the answer wrong. Ready? All right. So y'all can confer amongst yourselves. She cries herself to sleep at night, tears soaking her pillow. Oh. I I don't think that's Taylor Swift. I don't think that's Taylor Swift. What do you think? All right. Three, two, one. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That is wrong. That is from Lamentations. Oh, dang it. No, you. I just realized I made a, I made a fatal flaw in this game. No, you don't get a chance to steal because there's only two. Play answers. by the rules. <laughs> no, no, I, this is my show. I make the rules as I go along. I'm, I'm I, I am the god of this show. <laughs> All right, your knives. This is for the old people. Um, your. <laughs> I, I will have to interject on Pam's behalf there. I I, I can accept that, but I I wouldn't continue. Uh, <laughs> you won't no. defend yourself. You're you're a true man. You're like we'll I talk don't talk later. To t- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your knives and swords are weapons that you use against me. Your knives and swords are weapons that you use against me. Lamentations. Wrong. <laughs> that is Taylor Swift from a song called Mean. All right. Um, let's see if anyone... We have 11 minutes, guys. Do y'all think y'all can get one right answer? Yes. Well, all right. We'll find out. My eyes are blind with tears. My stomach is in a knot. It's our turn now? Yep. My um, eyes are blind with tears. My stomach is in a knot. I'm going to say the Bible or Lamentations. You think it's Lamentations? Yes. That is correct. We finally got ourselves a point. Why don't we move that mic? Let's uh, rotate who gets to talk here. Yeah, there you go. All right. So we got one point. It is w- a, a, a amazing one to zero. It's like a thrilling game of soccer in the 88th minute. There's been one score. Um, all right. For the adults... 
You're like a lion ready to pounce. That's not a quote. I'm just telling you that. Ah. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. You're like, a li- you're like a lion ready to pounce. Well, because it sounds like uh, Lamentations, I'm going to go with Taylor Swift. <laughs> your, oh! your, 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 your thought process was flawed. That is from Lamentations you, it 310. Be your turn more often. <laughs> <laughs> Atta girl. All right, Dottie. Dottie, let's, Dottie it's your turn. But you can, you can ask your friends over there. Okay. All right. This yearning in the deep part of my heart for you. This yearning in the deep part of my heart for you. I think Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, uh, we're going to go with Taylor Swift. You're going with Taylor Swift. That is correct. Yay. Ain't nothing about you. So it is two to nothing. All right, Keith, let's see if you can you can redeem the adults over here. Are you not a big Taylor Swift fan? <laughs> Nor Lamentations. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this game. I'm leaving. <laughs> Son, let's get out of here. <laughs> All right, I'll never forget the trouble, the poison I've swallowed. He's, he's trying to see if the answer is written on the ceiling. I'm, I'm going to do the play-by-play for this. Taylor, could you repeat the question? I'll never forget the trouble, the poison I've swallowed. Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> Taylor Lamentations. It, you're right. It, it's from Lamentations. You needed, you needed a point. Just for pure, pure comedy value, you get a point. And your son's mad at me now. All right, <laughs> so let's let's see if you can you can one up him here, Luke. All right, um, but there's one thing I remember, so I can keep a grip on hope. But there's one thing I remember, so I can keep a grip on hope. <laughs> he instantly looks to the girls like I don't know. You think it's Lamentations? Good job, not Luke. You did great. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. I'm aching. No past. Nowhere to hide. I I, I tweeted that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm aching. No past. Nowhere to hide. She's looking at my computer trying to get the answer. Oh, you are. I see that. (laughs) He didn't push the button yet, so I I can't cheat. I'm, what do you think? Lamentations? Let's, let's, go. let's go with Lamentations. <laughs> <laughs> Before I could get to the to the sound effect, the guy next to me is like, <laughs> That's from Taylor Swift. All right, it is a thrilling three-to-one game. All right, uh, whose turn is it now? Annie's? I even listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes, that, that's turn. when you know I'm old, when I think this game's still relevant. All right, so uh, here, here we go, Annie. <laughs> All we are is skin and bone. That's, I'm not dissing you. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> just a quote. <laughs> All we are is skin and bone. Uh, yeah, I think Lamentation. Yeah, Lamentation. <laughs> first one. How right? dare you? No. no, not our first one. <laughs> just kidding. Luke's got them all right so far. Taylor Swift is pretty depressing. <laughs> Taylor Swift is really depressing. No. Uh, she's not very good at dating. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a ton of shows on dating. You can go check uh, Forte Catholic Podcast is on iTunes and everywhere you want to listen. Um, I, I, I'm going to stop and tell you a story. One one guest that I'm really excited to have on, it's actually two people, but uh, it's these two ladies that started a, a podcast about dating. And they were in, when they started it, they were in their, in their early to mid-30s, still not married. One's Catholic, one's non-denominational. And they wanted to start this podcast about dating. Dating in like the modern era, dating like in your 30s, that sort of thing. It's called Fishers of Men. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the greatest podcast name of all time. Um, solely based on their name, I'm going to have them on the show in a few weeks to talk about dating. Um, yeah, it's my little commercial for another show for some reason. All right, so here we go, Mr. Schumann. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. Lamentations. That is correct, uh, sir. <laughs> Wait, the, is that y'all's first one? No, she's talking. We just trash. doubled our score. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's three. They're only one ahead. They're only one behind you now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dang. All right. So we we that was that was we got through the first That's round of questions. We only have about five minutes left. We're gonna do a few more. Are y'all cheating? Are, are, are y'all cheating? Are y'all looking in the window no, behind me to see the computer? She's making fun of me. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. All right, uh, Dottie, let's go with you. Okay. She played fast and loose with life. I don't know if you know what that means. Uh, no, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Taylor Swift. 
Oh, Luke, you l- we're only saying that because Luke said You it. listen to yeah. Luke and... Attaboy. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> All right, Miss Marvin. Let, let's see if you can even the score here. No, you the adults are making it. a comeback. You can hear it in the silence. There it was. Did you hear it? <laughs> you can hear it in the silence. Abby's over there going, no, it's not that. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, so based on Abby's clue, then we're going to go with Taylor Swift. That is correct. <laughs> after Are you all, kidding me? After, we're after all the trash talk, Annie Marvin, <laughs> you let him slip back in. All right, Luke, this one's uh, all on uh, you. No, he lost the point for the No, it's all, it's all on Luke with no, no help. No help allowed this round. This is the, the intense round. Ever seen pain like my pain? Seen what he did to me? Taylor Swift. That's from Lamentations, actually. <laughs> this book is weird. I need to go home and just read. Like the, Most of these are from the first chapter of Lamentations. Like, what are they talking about? Why do they sound like Taylor Swift? They really do. All right. You have a chance to take the lead. Oh. I mean, it's just crazy. I weep. Weep bucket of tears. And I did not make a mistake in how I said that. There is a comma. I weep, comma, weep buckets of tears. There's no punctuation in the Old Testament. Yeah, okay. There's punctuation <laughs> in your Bible. <laughs> this also isn't written in Hebrew. So. <laughs> Lamentations. Lamentations. The adults take the lead. Kidding. All right, who's all right, who who wants to t- shoulder the burden? Who's going to take the take the young cats back into the lead? Or even it will. back up. Okay, you I will. will. The light and noise are blinding. Taylor Swift. That's correct. You know what song it's from? No, but it sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. But you got it right. Forgot to do this. Did I do the song order? There you go. I did the song again or the sound. Okay, whatever. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Hunter. I appreciate it. Um, All right. Uh, Who's next? Is it? I don't even know where we are anymore. (laughs) I guess. Groaning in pain. I've had all I could take. This is just my internal monologue. That's all this is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is the parents' motto in the summertime. <laughs> That's why you send your kids to camp. Groaning yeah. in pain. I've had all I can take. Go to church camp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give us lamentations on That this is correct. Woo. The adults take the lead again. What? All right, Dottie. Two and a half minutes. It's a two-minute drill. All right. Babies and children are fainting all over the place. <laughs> Lamentation. That is correct. If that was a Taylor Swift lyric, I'd be like, "What is the rest of that song about?" I really wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right, that one's stupid. I don't know what that is. All right, scars on my back from your knife. Oh my gosh! <laughs> His face. <laughs> Taylor Swift. That is correct. Oh, That's from Bad Blood. I know that song, and oh I don't know God. this because maybe now I got stars, scars on my back from your knife. <laughs> I don't know what that Not is. Quite. All right. <laughs> what? This bust up is past understanding. Uh, Luke, what do you think? No, no comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. So it's up fifth. to me. So, okay, can you please repeat? This the... bust up is past understanding. Um, I'm gonna say Taylor Swift, maybe. Uh, All right. You said no comment. That was him. You you said right, you repeated no comment. No, Do what? No, no. The, the adults are winning by one. He's buying tie. Let's. let's. <laughs> All right. He pierced my heart with arrows. This is for you, Miss Marvin. Yeah, mom. He's been answering the whole time. So. I know he's doing great. I, I, but t- in my defense, I'm so f- happy to say I don't know that many Taylor Swift lyrics. <laughs> yeah, she's stalling. She's stalling. Ooh, she sees the clock. He pierced my heart with arrows. I'm going to say Taylor Swift. <clears throat> oh, all right, y'all okay. get a chance to tie, yes. young people. Okay. This is this That's is for all the marbles. Where we stood was holy ground. Where we stood was holy ground. Oh, I actually know that song. I'm pretty sure that's Taylor Swift. That Body is. Correct. We got one. We got one more. Old people, let's see if you can take it. Let him bury his face in the dust. Let him bury his face in the dust. Lamentations. 
That is correct. No. We have our winners. The old people have won a solid seven to six. <laughs> Thanks, but I actually knew the answer. Actually, that's sad because you know more about Taylor Swift than me. <laughs> this is going great. Or lamentations. So, um, yeah. when, when we come back, we're going to talk to these old people, these parents of these of these young junior high cats, um, about ministry a little bit and about about camp. We will be right back. back we're going to finish out today talking to uh the parents of these young kids who have been on the show helping us out all evening and then we're going to talk talk to uh, one of our high school counselors from the trip mr hunter batten uh but uh let's just go ahead and dive right into this so we've been talking to to your kids Mm -hmm. today about their experience of camp first of all what was your experience like at home without your kids for almost a week for almost a week. It was very, very unusual for me. I mean, they're the youngest of five. So my house has really not been empty before like that. So it was kind of creepy in some ways. Yeah, I didn't realize that because your three older kids are out of the house. Already, oh, yeah. 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 And so that's, you know, that's really where the rubber hits the road. And you're like, wow, that's just too real. So to have them gone was a little bit unnerving. I mean, I think there's like maybe moments or two I'm like, oh. I can go do whatever I want after work. I don't need to rush home. <laughs> I haven't um, had this feeling in 27 years. <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't remember it. But I was really, I was thrilled for them to get the opportunity. We were really excited about that. Yeah, it was, it was, we had a lot of fun. Uh, Marvin, girls, do you think, has your mom been clingy since she got back? No, she hasn't been clingy. Good. That's fantastic. I'm glad that's their perception. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Schumann, what about you? What was What was life like without this hooligan? For almost a week. Well, I was still going to work during the week, but my wife was was home with their, our other three beautiful children, and um, they had a blast because Big Brother wasn't around. You know, they went and they partied and they had Jesus and fun and uh, <laughs> everything else. Went swimming. No, uh, we, kind of business as usual. Like Luke said, they were sitting around being bored um, without <laughs> Big Brother. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Luke was alluding earlier that the Schumann house seems is pretty boring, and his dad was mad at him. So that's yeah, I, I, that's I, yeah, a little bit not true. I mean, we had a nice slate of activities for him. Had he not gone to camp, we know chores, mowing grass, <laughs> one man low ropes. Uh, so he's we had not, all, he's not listening to you. He's playing video games on my phone. <laughs> that's too funny. So um, I I know Miss Schumann that that you had. You were like surprised that he talked to you about camp after camp. Because most of the time, I've talked about on the show before, like no one ever talks, like myself included, no one ever talks to their parents about their experience at a youth camp or, or at any of these things. Um, so what do you think his experience was like? Uh, his single comment as soon as he I went and picked him up was, uh, can I go back next year? Which I don't know other ways to put now or to wrap up how you express that you enjoyed the the experience but i mean i, I think that would be um the best way to put a exclamation point on that that you know he he didn't want it to end basically and he did talk about what was going on and and the fun that they had and asked him what what was so special about it and he's been to things like this before uh in similar respects but he said we had time we had time to do things that we could decide what we wanted to do and that was a real big plus for him so uh, i didn't hear other than the low ropes, perhaps um, <laughs> anything that was a, really a, a deal breaker or anything that he said, you know, I, I don't want to do that again. It, it was it was all good. Great, Miss Marvin. What do you think? I asked I asked the girls earlier, like what their take home was. Did you notice a difference? in you have some pretty holy girls. Did you, <laughs> did you notice a difference in them? What What was your um, whenever they came home? What was what did they What did you see in them? Well, I think it's it is true to the theme that you had that about. I mean, I, I can't remember what the theme was exactly, but it's wild like, and free, wild and free. But it was really becoming more of yourself and like that freedom to be who God created you to be. I could really see that in both of them. They just seemed just more, you know, like more happy in their own skin. Like they, they were kind of getting it. I understand, you know, that 
Um, I just want to be who Jesus fully created me to be, which is kind of, you know, we're working for that side at home as well. But Camp Basic and Blaze Ministries really gave them that freedom to really experience that and get comfortable just being really who they are. So that's that's pretty big. Well, good. I'm glad I'm glad they enjoyed it. I'm glad it was it was good for them. Uh, my last question for the both of you <clears throat> is um, so often as youth ministers, we're always wondering, OK, how can we how can we help parents in helping your kids grow in their faith, right? And a lot of times um, we all know that parents are the first catechist, that it's not the youth minister's job to be the primary catechist for, for these young people that come to our youth ministry events or come to camp or these types of things. So here's, you get a chance right now. Um, I know that there's a lot of people in ministry that listen to this show. From a parent's perspective, <clears throat> what's the biggest thing that a youth minister or a youth ministry can do to assist you in raising your kids to be the, the 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 best people that they can be the best the, the uh, holiest version of themselves all these sorts of things taking them away from us a, a week at a time <laughs> <laughs> not for your holiness oh, okay. I said for theirs oh. yeah <laughs> um I was just kind of thinking as you invited us on the show about you know the role of youth youth ministers and yeah the family is supposed to be the the church at home and then you do go as a family and you go to mass and you enter you know, interact as a community. And it's kind of like, okay, what happens then? And to see the youth ministers and to interact with them and to see the joy that y'all have in engaging with the kids. Uh, my best example was, is my wife's youth minister. Uh, you know, she had a strong Catholic upbringing, but he was really uh, germane in, in taking that to the next level and just being a part of her life he came and he sang at our wedding when we got married. You know, he's just he's always been part of our life, and I, I think just having that engagement with the community, you're 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 plugged in. You're you know, there are people here, and they're reflecting the love of Jesus. And I, I don't know what else you know more you could do. You're giving of yourself, um, and and this type of thing during the summer has just uh, been great for us because we've sat and talked about some things about camp afterwards, and you know, it, it has been beneficial. Good. I'm glad. And and thank you. Because uh, you know, a lot of times people in ministry, I know being a youth minister, but I also know that it's the same for priests. Like very, very, um, not very often do people hear the good or be thanked. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I heard a thanks in there and I heard the, mm-hmm. the appreciation. So thank you. And it's a reminder for, you know, not just, I, I didn't invite you on to compliment me, right? <laughs> but um, well, in, invite, uh, a reminder, I think there's a great reminder for all of us to thank our priests. Because um, so often, like working in the church, all we hear is, this was wrong. This was the, you know, we get four emails a week and somebody mm-hmm. complain about something, but it's, it is nice to hear the good things. And I think that would be a, a great thing to just thank your priest for what he does next time. See him. Well, part of that I think could be maybe that when you do give positive feedback, you might get invited to a radio show to talk about your experience. <laughs> so maybe some people might shy away from that. Yeah. Uh, it, that should show you something because <laughs> I've been thanked once and you came on the show. So uh, episode 41, we finally did it. Yeah. All right, Miss Marvin, what about you? Well, I think I'm just going to say pretty much the same thing Keith did, but in a different way. And that is the authenticity of the youth ministers. So if we are authentically living our love of Christ at home and they go out and they see these young people, like as you guys really a lot younger than old mom and dad, as you would say, (laughs) and to see them and see their joy because they're very authentically in love with Christ and they're modeling that for them. I mean, the praise and worship is always a really big part to see y'all just be in love with Jesus. It really like, wow, it's not just mom and dad. There are other people in the world that really love Jesus like mom and dad do. So that's really what I would say. The authenticity. Be real. Love Jesus. Well, good. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for dragging your kids up here on a random Tuesday evening in the middle of the summer. Thank thank you all, all for coming. Now we're, we're going to transition a little, and we're going to talk to uh, Mr. Hunter Batten over here. Uh, Hunter, they know your name, but uh, we want to know the myth, the man, and the legend. So uh, who are you? What do you do? Hi, my name's Hunter Batten, and... I'm going to Howard Payne to play football. Cool. You, uh, how how big of a guy are you? I weighed in at two hundred three the other day. Just broke two hundred pounds. I'm five seven. So you're yeah you're you're, you're a stocky guy, stocky guy. You remind me a lot of my dad. Um, so uh, you you went to camp as as a as a counselor as as a, as on the leadership team. Did you did you go to camp as a kid? Yes, I did. I went in eighth grade. So what do you? Just one, just that one time. Yes, sir. Cool. So, do you remember anything of anything that made an impact on your life when you were in eighth grade going to camp? Well, 
like Luke said, whenever you don't have like a lot of time to pick what you want, you're just doing stuff like that all the time. Well, the dramas really did impact me too, like he said, but we were doing stuff all the time and it really tired me out. I guess that's why I only went once and I never went back, but my boy Seth, he was the one who got me back into it and I really loved it this year. Well, good. Yeah, so what as so you went once as a junior high kid and you went once as a as a, you know, you just graduated high school. You're a young man now. So what was your experience like of being a leader on this camp? It was great. Like Luke said, he might not have liked the low ropes, but that was my favorite part, seeing everyone work together. <laughs> that, that really was my favorite Watching part. young men struggle. <laughs> they were. They really were struggling, but I think it um, it made them realize how much it helps to communicate because everyone like is on their phones right now like he is, but it really does help to communicate a lot. And He's I not think on his phone. That. He's on my phone. True, true. <laughs> but I think it helped them. Um, learn that communication is a big part yeah for sure um what kind of impact does this camp have you said something interesting you like you alluded i know you and seth and a lot of you know i've kind of seen y'all over the last two years and i can see that y'all are very very close right and you went to this camp in eighth grade and then you just went again after your 12th grade year so like what was the impact of being asked back by your friend and then what's y'all's relationship like now that y'all have done this thing around church? Has, it, has anything changed? What, what was the um, impact on y'all's friendship doing this together? Well, I think it was a big impact, like being able to work with the kids. And like, I know both of us want to be coaches one day. And I think it was like, it was a big help for both of us to do that together. And we can both help each other. Like, I know we both had problems lately and we were both able to talk it out. And, um, we haven't been able to do that in a while, and I think we just like got back closer and we rekindled, kind of. Yeah, that that's great, and I I saw that. You know, I I didn't I know Seth pretty well, and I didn't really meet you until a few months ago, but I I know that like Seth, because y'all both went to Catholic school growing up, right? And then y'all both went to public school, right. and then you stayed through the public school, and then Seth just came back to St. Joseph's Catholic School this past year, um, and I kind I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. So you're you know this high this high school football superstar, you're gonna play in in college. So um, what was it like for you trying to live out your faith in a public school setting? Did you struggle? Did how, how, what did that look like? It was a big struggle. Like public school is corrupt in some ways, but you have to pick your friends and you have to be able to get with the right people. And I mostly stayed with the crowd at St. Joseph. Like that's the most, mostly the people who I still hang out with. I got you. So the big thing for you was sticking with People that guys that you knew were going to keep you grounded, keep you closer to closer to good morals, and keep you closer yes. to the faith, right? And uh, and knowing that you're going to be going to play football in college, um, I don't know if you you know the stats, but I've talked about them a ton on on the show before, so a lot of people listening know it's like mo- <clears throat> uh, most people who leave the Catholic faith that leave the Catholic Church do so between the ages of eighteen to twenty five. So like. Everybody knows, oh, you know, like like, and the adults we were just talking to, their generation would leave church, but then whenever they'd get married in their twenties, they'd come back and then they'd stay, right? With with your generation, my generation, people are just leaving, right? So I, I you know, just like in football, you, you don't just go out and do whatever you want, right? You right. have plays, your coach makes a game plan. If he's good, you win. If it's not, if it's not good, it's his fault, and you did <laughs> nothing wrong, right? At least that's how I saw football. But I, I think people need a game plan. So after like your relationship with Seth and after going to this camp, what do you think could be some things that you can like start making a game plan now to keep your faith going whenever you go play football in college? Well, my my game plan, I don't really know my game plan yet, but I know my coach, he does have a game plan like um he's brand new at Howard Payne and one of the first things he told me was you're going to have to be clean shaven. You're going to have to wear colored shirts to class. You're going to sit on the front row. And I'm going to raise you as not only good football players, but as good husbands and fathers and good men. So I feel like he will get me on the right path or the right game plan. Well, good. Good. And, and that, that's great to hear. I love, I love hearing when coaches, because you, know, you said that you wanted to get into coaching. Why do you want to do that? I feel like I can, because switching from – 
Catholic school to public school really like opened my eyes on um, all the corruption, like I said earlier, all the corruption in the schools. And I feel like I can impact kids in the right way whenever I coach them. Yeah, that's great. And I saw you doing that, get kind of coming back to camp. Like I saw you, you know, these a lot of these young men look up to you because you're like, oh, he's going to play football in college. He's cool, right? Um, I I used to be cool, and then I lost all my hair. I wish I had hair like yours. Um, yeah, they're all like, yeah, you were never cool. Everybody looks at me and rolls, you know, again with the eye roll that you could hear through the microphone. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. I just started making fun of myself. Oh yeah, with with leading these young people um, closer to God, right? So, um. You, you mentioned that you really liked that. You liked coaching them and leading them, helping them become good men, just like your coach is going to do for you. Um, and you were mentioning earlier that the skits kind of stuck with you, right? And, and so often in doing ministry, we hear things while we're serving that we're like, I don't know if that was for the kids. I think that was actually for me, right? Right. So what was your big takeaway from camp, from, from the skits, from the talks? Like what was the big lesson that you were like, this is what God wants for me. This is the change that I need to make in my life. Well, um, Whenever we did the high ropes, if you don't know what high ropes are, it's pretty much like exactly what it is. You get on a rope way up in the air. You're just like hanging by a little harness, and you have to walk across these little scraggly boards. And then, um, you know, I think it's just like taking chances. Like I did take one chance moving to public school to get better recruiting, but I think taking chances is one of the – big things I need to do because I like staying in my comfort zone. Dude, you're American. We all like <laughs> staying in our comfort zone, right? And that's one of the big things that I that I love to talk about because like most of the time when I when I talk on the radio, when I go give a talk somewhere, I'm talking about something that I either struggled with a year ago or I struggled with like yesterday or you know today, right? I think comfort is one of the biggest things. And being an athlete, you know that you can't grow through comfort. Like when you lift weights, you're literally tearing your muscles apart right. so that they can grow back stronger, right? Um, so being able to step out of your comfort zone is the way that we're going to grow. So uh, Hunter, thanks for thanks for coming on on the show. It was, it was a pleasure to have you. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, and I look forward to ho- Howard Payne. How far is that away? It's about three hours. Okay, now hopefully I can come see 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 you play. I'd love to uh, get some playing time, and I'll come see you. All How's right. that? <laughs> All right. So uh, Hunter, thanks for coming. I want to thank the Schumans and the Marvins for coming in today as well. I want to thank Jake and his girlfriend Abby for for not saying an absolute thing. It's the greatest thing you've ever done for the show. You're welcome. Oh, dang it, he did it. All right, well, uh, guys, thanks for listening, and, and and thanks again for all you guys that, that came and spent the hour with me. It was a lot of fun. We will be back next week. I'm going to have a co-host youth minister, Joseph Mastrangelo from Houston. We're going to talk about ministry, coffee, and we're going to play a trivia game. I'm going to crush him. See ya!